listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participants, employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Well, hello, my happy, happy <laughs> partner over there. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Oh, Peachy, I love sitting down to talk to you so much. <laughs> I sense a lot of sarcasm there. Well, I mean, you don't have to do this too many more times, but uh, this is going to be the uh, Hanukkah and Christmas Spectacular for 2022. Are you ready? Oh, yes. Okay, here we go. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Stomping Jen. Thoughtsius Frank. Jen Turner. <laughs> Just all about the outing. What do you mean the outing? The outing of my name this morning for some reason. We've said your name a million times on here. We have a, an entire website up with your name on it. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't talk out of your nose. You talk out of your mouth. So bring the microphone down a little bit, please. Oh, we're bringing out all the punches today. There you go. Perfect. Thank you. Lovely. Yep. Last few episodes, I have to berate you for your mic technique, just for old time's sake. Oh, right? Because is that what's happening here? There's nothing to lose anymore. I don't have to play nice. So it's Christmas and Hanukkah. Well, or Hanukkah and Christmas. I've got it backwards. It it's is Christmaka. It's, ap- it's actually Hanukkah right now, right? Mm-hmm. It's the first day of Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. How you doing? How you feeling? Are you feeling festive? Are you feeling jolly? Are you feeling... I don't think that, that you need to for Christmas. I mean, Hanukkah, whatever the name of this holiday is. You don't think you need to feel festive? Isn't it called the Festival of Lights? Yeah. Hanukkah? Mm-hmm. Well, real quick, r- remind people, what is Hanukkah? For people who may not know, what is it? feels like a test I'm about it's to It's not fail. a test. Hanukkah. Don't you? I mean, you are Jewish. Last time I checked. Okay, you were brought up in the religion. I assume you would know what Hanukkah is. I you, do, in fact, know what Hanukkah is. Well, if you don't want to tell people, we can skip it. I think you should tell the story of Hanukkah. I don't know the details. All I know is it's a celebration of freedom. So there was... Um, a long time ago, 5,000 years ago, something like that. Along in the Hellenistic period. Yeah, there was... A, the Greeks. There was a bunch of Jews um, who were living happily in the desert. Um, and then the Greeks came and chased them out of the land of Israel. Right? Mm, not really. They chased, didn't chase them Oh, you them fucking away. asked me to tell the story. This is what I think. Well, they, I'm going to tell you this story. Well, they chased I'll just them, make edits as you go along. They chased them into the mountains. No, they chased them out of their temples and they desecrated the temples. But they were allowed to live there. They just didn't, weren't allowed to like practice their religion. I thought they chased them into the mountains. No. So the Jewish people weren't allowed to practice their religion or study so they would go to the mountains to study and if the greek soldiers came to check up on them they would pull out their dreidels and pretend they were playing games okay well anyways there's something happened where they were hiding up there in the mountains for eight days no <laughs> No. What the tell the story? You're you're asking somebody who doesn't I'm know. Editing as you go along. So then there was a bunch of Jewish soldiers called the Maccabees. Okay. And they formed a resistance and they fought back against the Greeks because they wanted to be able to. Right. 
live their lives. And they had enough, they were studying at night or something, and they only no. supposedly had no. enough oil for eight days. No. So when they fought the Greeks and Syrians or whomever, and they reclaimed their, they won. So they went back into the temple to do their temple-y things and to clean it up and do all the things. And what happened was that they only found enough oil to light the candelabra, the, like, menorah. For Was um, Dracula there? No. Because candelabras um, <laughs> are associated only, with Dracula. It was only supposed to last for one night. They only had enough to light the candle for one night. Because it takes eight days to make more oil to light the candles. Okay. To light the menorah. And the miracle of Hanukkah is that the oil lasted for eight nights. So okay. uh, with enough time for them to get. You better turn off all your notifications. You yell at me all the time, but your watch is going off. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, keep going. Mad at me. So anyways, that's the story of Hanukkah. Uh, so it was a miracle. So Hanukkah is a historical holiday. It's not... A religious holiday, and so most of the things that people recognize around um, Hanukkah, like the dreidel and um, the eating of gelt or fried foods, is in significance, is in remembrance of this miracle that that supposedly occurred, however many years ago. So that's what the that's what the oil related to. Um the latkes you're supposed to cook these latkes yes. in oil yes um, so it's a symbolic gesture to to eat fried foods so traditional hanukkah foods are latkes as you mentioned and these things called sufganyot which are just basically donuts they're jelly donuts okay uh, and other fried foods that you might enjoy all right well that's hanukkah mm-hmm. um and that was, a, that was a great telling of the story. Uh, thank you very much. Um, see, you can't rely on me for the details. Now, just to, as a teaser for you listeners, um, I wrote my own Christmas short story and performed it. And we will be playing it later on the podcast. Oh. Yeah, I didn't do a Christmas song this year. Instead, I did a short story. Like flash fiction, kind of. Okay. Okay, so you get we're going to hear that towards the end of the show, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a teaser, Stomping Jen. That's what they call that, a teaser. A teaser. Yeah, a teaser, okay? Um, all right, so back to Hanukkah. Uh, we recently did a little Hanukkah event here in our town mm-hmm. that you planned. Tell us about that. So <clears throat> I noticed that other communities across our region we're planning events for um, the first night of Hanukkah. And um, we've lived in our town for how many years? Uh, 23. No, not 23. Like 18 years. Okay. And um, I've never once seen or heard or mentioned um, any kind of celebration of Hanukkah in our community. Um, furthermore, it's difficult to figure out how many um, people of the Jewish faith or, you know, interfaith marriage or people who want to identify as, you know, Jewish are in this community, but I come across them from time to time. And some of them are members of the synagogue we belong to in Amherst. And so I said to myself, self, why can't we do that here in our community? I don't want to have to drive. And after you said that to yourself, you did it. I did. So I said, I gathered my little personal tribe of, of, of supportive friends. And I said, folks, I would like to do this. And they all supported me. Whether or not they actually like did anything to to plan the event or do anything, they were supportive. Moral support, Moral they support. call it. Moral yes. support. Yes. So I am very appreciative. It's of- my second favorite form of support. Yes. I really like oral support. Anyways, I am very appreciative of all the people that encouraged me to go out and pursue the planning and the execution of this event. 
Um, so, um, we had a whole bunch of things planned. Some of them didn't quite go as we expected them to, because there's a lot of sickness running across the region right now. Yeah, but somewhere between 50 and a hundred people showed up. Yeah. So we have to do, we had to do a participation count because I did actually apply for a grant, got some money. Um, so, uh, my co-organizer and I corroborated that we probably feel like at one point, there must have been about 100 people that came through. That's pretty amazing for a first-time event. I'm going to give you this. Yeah. And um, I'll, there are a lot, you know, I was kind of circulating around, mm -hmm. um, checking in on people, making sure people were, had things that they needed were okay. And more than one person came up to me and told me how grateful they were mm -hmm. that we were holding this event in our town. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Thank you. I mean, it's hard because it's like, you know, our our community. You don't want to say it, but I'll say it. This time of year, everybody has their dicks hard about Christmas. Well, and we forget <clears throat> about our Jewish siblings out there who are also celebrating a holiday. But it's not, it's, thank you. But it's also, it's more so about that to go to another community to drive on an evening to celebrate this festival of lights because let's be honest nobody wants to celebrate it in the middle of the day you know you want to have that like no it's winter it's fucking icy it, out there right. the weather's not good who the fuck wants to drive anywhere right so you know you'd have to drive at least 20 to 30 minutes to go to another community so that's like you know a 45 hour round trip you know yeah. so like having it here just made it feel like more welcoming and you know just it gave people a a place and opportunity to, you know, be with other people. And, you know, as, as you said, you know, it's interesting because, you know, some of the comments that I heard, you know, that there was like um, somebody who told a story about how that they've lived in this community for like 15 years and they've never once felt comfortable in an environment um, with fellow residents to where their star of David you know, and that they were so happy that we had put this on. And, you know, it's just, it's hard being in a minority. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it's really hard to hear. Yeah. And um, I think it's a great thing you did. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for continuing to be a leader in our community. <sighs> I think it's important. Thank you. I mean, furthermore, like I want our children to have, you know, feel like they can be comfortable wherever they are right and i don't want people to feel like they have to hide who they are either which is what a lot of people do they yeah. feel like they have to hide it well we joke about this right it's the hidden jews of belchertown yeah. massachusetts where we live yeah yeah you know, so in, in today's climate it's not really an easy thing to talk about or you know say or you know no like one of like so when we were talking about you know like somebody brought up do we did we communicate with the police department like for security purposes you know like it's scary that you even have to think about this way. Well, you're saying it since you're saying <clears throat> it. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit to you. I had I had one eye on the door. Yeah. Watching who was coming in because yeah. as you know. Yeah. I'm a trained soldier. Yeah. I'm trained to kill. Yeah. And I was watching and getting yes. ready. But one of my fellow. Um, supporters and somebody who came and like was helping and was part of the conversations yeah. and the planning, you know, who isn't Jewish, she side messaged me and was like, I, how privileged am I that I never even thought that that was a thing yeah. to even think about, you know? But you know what? Um, thankfully our community was supportive. Yeah. Um, you know, there were no problems. We had a, we had a great turnout for the event. Yeah. People ate latkes, they ate donuts, there were kids running around, they decorated cookies. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, they played dreidel. Yep. So good job. All the guilt disappeared. <laughs> yep. Now we can forget about Hanukkah. Oh, we and can move now on. it's Christmas. It's not though. <laughs> no, I know. They overlap this year. It's no, I great. know. I know. I know. We're um so the first night of Hanukkah was um we're rec we're recording this on uh Monday. So the first night of Hanukkah was on Sunday. And so there'll be what seven more nights. Yep. Yep. So gifts will be exchanged. Now it's interesting. Did you know there are a lot of misconceptions about Hanukkah as a holiday? Yeah, I do. There's some myths. Yeah. 
that I want to just go over real quick here. Okay. So you um, do know something about Hanukkah. Now these these are these are uh, myths that have been debunked by rabbis. So this has these this has rabbinical support for what I'm about to read to you. Great. All right. This is um, all right. So. Um, the top myth about Hanukkah probably is that it's a really important holiday. Right. These rabbis said it's not that big of a deal. It's not. That's what they're saying. It's true. Um, say in the scheme of Jewish holidays, it's not a very significant one. Right. Yeah. Um, so if you missed it or you're not that into it, don't worry. God will not be mad at you. <laughs> right. That's right. Okay. Um, Okay, the other thing to keep in mind is Hanukkah is not the Jewish Christmas. Facts. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a myth that some people have, that it's just Jewish Christmas. Well, that's not true. Um, you told us what it's all about. Mm-hmm. It's all about this oil and this cave and these... No, um, no, this cave's not a very big part of the story. Oh, okay. Well, you told us what it's about, and it has nothing to do with um, giving gifts. No. Or any kind of Christmas-related mythology. True. So it's not Jewish Christmas, okay? That's right. Um, it's not just about latkes. Mm-mm. Right? There are jelly donuts <laughs> as well during Hanukkah. <laughs> some people think of the only food item for Hanukkah is latkes. Yes. Well, some people think that Jewish food is all matzo ball soup and right. filter fish. Um. And it's actually more common in Israel, mm-hmm. okay, to eat the donuts. Yes, that's true. Called sufgan yot, mm-hmm. um, than it is to eat latkes. But um, Americans are fat pigs, and they love to eat fried potatoes, so they focus more on the latkes. I mean, latkes are delicious. Now, if you get on this, um, what do they call the Atkins diet now? What, the keto? If you get on this keto, right, there won't be any latkes. You can't eat latkes on keto? You can eat keto jelly donuts. Why can't you eat keto latkes? You can't eat potatoes? I think it has to do with the potatoes and the oil. Oh. So no- The oil is part of keto. I don't know anything about that. It's like high fat, high protein. We talked to a woman about this. It's high fat, high protein. Okay, well, I don't think- No carb, no sugar. Okay, potatoes are all carbs. They have no protein and no fat. Well, then there you go. Anyway, so um, so listen up, all you fatties. Uh, no potatoes, okay? Just That's eat no donuts. Small potatoes. Donuts have more fat than they do um, uh, carbs. But donuts have flour in them. So you get that keto flour. You put that in there, and you have a, a keto donut, okay? Or you could just fry some meat. All right. Um, the dreidel. Mm-hmm. It's just a game. There's nothing more to it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the, there is significance on the letters. Do you know about the letters? The Hebrew letters? No, tell us. So it's, it's a nun. Yeah. So it's nes gadol hayasham. So nun gimel hay in a shemesh. Yeah, thanks for clarifying that. But the point is... <laughs> okay. But, the but point- that means something. A great miracle happened there. Yeah, it happened there, right. Okay, it was invented after the events, yes. and it did not happen during right. the events we're trying to commemorate with Hanukkah. Correct. It was invented in Germany, actually. Yeah. Okay? Um, so it has no historical accuracy. Okay? Um, a menorah is not called a menorah. That's another myth. It's a Hanukkah. Exactly. It's a Hanukkah. Hanukkah. So, if that's what it is, okay? So, stop saying menorah. Only say Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Okay? Um, also, um, well, we do give presents, and it's a lovely thing to do as part of Hanukkah on each night. It's not the focus. It is not the focus. Back to our point about this is not just Jewish Christmas. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the last myth... Uh, there is no such thing as a Hanukkah bush. <laughs> now, if you dyed your bush blue and white, we could have a Hanukkah bush. What do you think? Okay. Would you be open to that? No. Why not? Okay. It would be fun. Moving on. 
pubic hair dyeing for Hanukkah. That could be a new tradition. Why don't you dye your beard blue and white? I'll dye my pubes. They're long enough. I have very long pubic hair. Have we talked about that before? No. Would you attest to that? Um, I think you have a normal amount of pubic hair. I didn't say amount. I said it's long. I think it's... It's long and wispy. (laughs) It's like everybody else's pubic hair. No. You haven't seen these uh, men who are like gorillas. They have like really like tightly coiled like dark pubic hair. Can we not talk about pubic hair? It's like a Brillo pad. I know. Mine like grows outward. Like it's trying to get to the light like a plant. (laughs) Like tendrils. My pubic hair are like tendrils seeking the light. Okay. Okay, so those are Hanukkah myths. Thank you. Let me know if you change your mind about dyeing your pubic hair. All right, I threw the Hanukkah myths at you. Thank you. Um, okay, That. so we have seven more nights to get through of Hanukkah. Then Christmas happens. Mm-hmm. That's coming up. Mm-hmm. It'll be just a few days after this um, podcast releases. Right? Mm-hmm. This episode. So we, we have plans for Christmas. We do? Yeah, I'm cooking a goose. When are you getting this goose? Oh, today. Oh, are you? I think so. That's what I told the guy at Whole Foods where I'm buying this goose. Oh. Um, You're going to get everything else you need, right? Like, I don't have to think about this. This is like your whole deal. I will be a sous chef if you need me, but you have to get all your things. Yeah, I'll get everything. I'll get everything. I don't have any other recipes. Well, you should look them up. That's what I do for oh, holiday all right. well, cooking. I'll, all right, I'll start thinking about that. But um, I have, we're cooking a goose on Christmas Day. Now, I wanted to go see Avatar on Christmas Day. But you were like, no, we can't because you're cooking a goose. Well, I don't know anything about cooking a goose, but I assume it's... It's intensive. Uh, like you have to pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. So instead of going to see Avatar on Christmas Day, we'll go see it Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Hope so. Hopefully the weather will be fine. Right. Oh, fuck. There's supposed to be a big storm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, supposedly it's not that good. So I'm not going to worry too much about it. Oh, no. Avatar. Yeah. What eh. are you going to do? Yeah. Um,. Also, we have breaking news. We uh, put up a Christmas tree. (laughs) This is not the first time. It's only the second time. Mm -hmm. It's a shitty little fucking wire Christmas tree that I think it came out of my grandmother's apartment. I think we bought it at Target. Did we? I feel like we purchased it. I don't think it came out of here. Well, it now has two abominable snowman um, ornaments hanging on it. It's tiny. Do we need more ornaments? No. No. I mean, it's a start. Space Unicorn wanted to do a Christmas tree mm-hmm. this year, so um, so I, we put it up yesterday. Yeah. I, I handed Space Unicorn the box and said, here you go. Get to work. Mm-hmm. And they did it. Well, we went out running and exercising yesterday. We came yes. back and it was all set up. Mm-hmm. So there it is. I think that's all we're really doing. We're doing that and cooking this goose. Yeah. I don't celebrate any other way. Yeah. I'll probably call my uh, family and say Merry Christmas. Yeah. That's it. What do you think about that? And we're going to wear matching Hanukkah pajamas. Oh, we already wore those. Yeah, but we're going to do them on Christmas. That was the whole idea. Oh, yeah. I like them. I do like eggnog. Will you pick up some eggnog? Oh, eggnog is gross. You get should a get a bit. recipe on how to make real eggnog. Oh, don't you need rum? We don't drink, though. We can't have eggnog. I think that's only if you want to spike it. Oh. All right. All right. I'll pick up some eggnog. Some Whole Foods eggnog. I mean, what is in eggnog? Um, Eggs. I don't think so. Yeah, it's 100% has eggs in it. Nog. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it has. Oh, my fucking God. It's called Egg nog. I understand that. I didn't say that it's not, but I don't think it has eggs in it. I think you should look it up. Right it hundred percent. No, I we're need not to know the information. I need to know. We're not going to look it up. I need to know. Right, you talk while I look it up. Then I really need to know. I'm pretty sure that there is no actual egg in eggnog. Um. Okay. Eggnog. Is there egg? Is there? You should just say ingredients egg in eggnog. In. Is there egg in 
eggnog. At its core, eggnog is an emulsion of milk, cream, sugar, and yes, eggs. Okay. It's fucking called eggnog. <laughs> yes, an egg cream is called egg cream when there's no egg in an egg cream. Yeah, because anyone who calls something without eggs in it, egg something, is stupid. And that's a New York thing. It is a New York thing. And people from New York are stupid. Oh, really? Yes. Because hmm. they live in New York. Mm. You're just jealous. Of what? Not living in New York. Please. Mm. Anyways. Um, we went to New York. And then we're going to some kind of flower show, right? Over the Christmas no. break? We're no, we're not. We're going to a light show. Oh, a light show. Yeah. Huh. It's like the one we went to last year. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. I thought we were going to a flower show. No, it's a light show. All right, fine. We're going to a light show. Um, that'll be fun. Um, yeah, that's our Christmas plans. Yeah. Well, last weekend, we, me and the kids went to New York. Oh, how was that? To see the New York. Christmas in New York. Christmas people, in New York ro- People romanticize Christmas in New York. Yeah. Was it romantic? No. Because I wasn't there. <laughs> no, it was nice. They had like these holiday markets and what we quickly realized, because we went to like three different ones in different locations, that they all had the same vendors. It was kind of lame. It's like a little touristy in that way. So carbon copy markets yeah. all over the place. Yeah. That That's not little, cool. That was a little, yeah, cheapo. But um, the lights are cool. I think it would have been cooler had we been there in the evening. So you could see the lights, like things lit up. Yeah. Does New York still, does it smell like a sewer in yeah, the winter? It absolutely does. That it was like the like first shit. thing we get off the train and all the kids were like, what is that smell? It's New York, I'm bitches. Like, it's New York. <laughs> That's yeah. what it smells like. The whole city is like running like um, steam power. It smells like shit. Yeah, that's what it smells like. Yep. Yeah, but we had a good time. So jealous of that city that smells like shit. Let me tell you. Listen. I like New York. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, there's lots to do. And you went to Rockefeller Center? We did go to Rockefeller. Okay. We went to Times Square. Did you see the people ice skating? Yes, but it was very difficult to get anywhere near anything because it was a lot of a lot of people. Even though it was like gross weather and it was only like ten thirty in the morning. Okay. All right. That sounds like it was fun. No, oh, yeah, we had a nice day. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 Did I you... like to take them back. Were there any kids. carolers in the city? I did not come across any. Oh, did you see those carts with those roasted nuts? I did see. Did you get any of those? No. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Um. We got some cart uh, halal lamb heroes. Lamb, I love lamb. Mm-hmm. We got when we went to New York in the summer. We got some of that. I it know. was really good. So that was Ted's like mission. We also got like some new thing this year. I don't know if it's new only this year, but I've never heard of it before. This banana pudding from Magnolia Bakery. Banana pudding. It was really good. I, that's first of all. There's only one type of. Pudding, yeah, that is Christmas related. Yeah, do you know what figgy. figgy pudding? Figgy pudding. <laughs> so you can take your banana pudding and you can shove it up your fucking ass. It was really good. This banana pudding, you would have loved it because you like banana. I do like banana. Mm. Uh, Space Unicorn got me some banana flavored pocky. Do you know oh, what that is? That was me. Oh, you got that for me? Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. I'm glad that you gave. Um, unicorn credit for what i got you and i also got you those nice roasted teas which you don't even realize are in the cabinet apparently because the look on your face is like i have no idea what you're talking about no i was about to criticize it first of all because uh, one of them has caffeine in it and i only drink tea at night now and i cannot drink caffeine before bedtime maybe you would like to have a nice hot cup of tea in the afternoon no I drink coffee in the morning. Why in would the I? Afternoon. No. Like for a picnic. No, I only drink coffee in daylight hours. All right, I won't try to get you anything anymore. I appreciate the gesture, but I cannot. First of all, when we go to like it's the like Japanese I... restaurant, you're like, "Can you get me some nice black tea?" Yeah, we only go to the Japanese tea. restaurant when it's dark. I cannot drink tea when there is light out. 
It's like when I used to drink alcohol. I cannot drink alcohol during the day. What? Only at night. Yeah. Okay. Preferably sitting alone in a room. Okay. Now, it's just, I don't drink tea during the day. I'm sorry. I just never have. I never will. And now I have this problem of all this caffeinated tea. Not both of them are not caffeinated. No, one isn't. And I had some of that already. Oh, was it good? Yeah, it was good. Thank You're you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that wasn't a Christmas present, was it? Did it was did it come wrapped or did I hand it to you? I don't remember. You brought it back from New York. Yes, I brought it back from New York. All right. Well, it sounds like you had a really special and nice Christmas in New York. That's good. Glad you went. All right. You know, um, do you know what Christmas is? What it's a celebration of? I'm um, going to quiz you because you're Jewish. Sure. What is it? It is a celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think that's it. There are also myths about Christmas. I want to read those. I want to be fair to Hanukkah. Okay. Does this seem like a fair approach? Mm hmm. Now, on previous um, Hanukkah and Christmas spectaculars, we've done stuff like read about um, disgusting foods, um, monsters associated with the holidays. But this year, we're going to focus on myths. Okay. Okay, we're going to be myth busters. Okay? Mm -hmm. All right. Um, first myth. Jesus was not born on December 25th. Facts. He was born in the spring. Yeah, no, that motherfucker was born in July. Yeah. That's why they do Christmas in July, by the way. No, shit. Yes. Up. You ever hear of this Christmas in July? I thought that was just like a retail thing. No. Um. So, oh no, this says he was born near the end of September. So I don't know why people do Christmas in July. Is it because it's halfway between Christmas and Christmas? It's just stupid. You know why they do it when they do it. They do it around the solstice. Yeah, what the fuck, man? You ruin one solstice. Why do you have to ruin two with this Christmas? Anyways, um, so Jesus was born at the end of September, not in December. Okay? That's it. That's all the myths? No, there's more myths, oh. but that's the big myth. That's okay. number one. Um, there were no three um, wise men at his birth. That's part of the story, mm -hmm. that these wise men were out in the desert, and they saw a star, mm -hmm. right? And they followed the star, and it led them to where the Jesus was. Yeah. Um, and, um, but there the weren't- nativity scene is not real? Yeah. Um, so there, there were no wise men, and at least there were no three of them. The Bible does talk about, the New Testament does talk about how there were some wise men, but there weren't three. Okay. I don't know why they came up with three. It's a, a trinity. People like this number three. There's something called the rule of three, mm -hmm. right? People like that. Um, and there's no mention of um, this, this baby Jesus um, sleeping in a manger, that's a myth, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's probably in a bed, right? So you put a baby. You don't put a baby in a manger. Why would they do that? They didn't really have beds back then. Yes, they did. They filled them with feathers? They had beds. Okay. They filled it with hay and shit. Okay. Sheep. They had clothes. They had wool. Of course they had beds. Unbelievable. Um, okay, this is like what, what we're talking about with Hanukkah. Christmas is not the most important Christian holiday. Easter is. Easter is. That goes to Easter. <laughs> Look how much I know about Christianity. Yep. Um, okay, uh, Boxing Day. You ever hear of this Boxing Day? Yes. This is some shit they do in other countries. Yes. Um, they don't do it here in the United States. Um it's not for putting all the presents you don't want in a box and getting rid of them. That's what some people think. <laughs> uh -huh. That's not what it is. Um, Boxing Day began in the Middle Ages over in Europe. Um, and it was the day that churches opened their collection boxes mm -hmm. after Christmas. 
right? For which um, they pretended to distribute the money to the poor, but the fucking church leaders probably kept most of it for themselves, mm. right? Stealing from the poor, like most religions do. Um, Jesus uh, was not born in a stable. It's not true. He was not born in a barn. Um, he was probably born in a private room, like I said, mm-hmm. in, in this inn. Mm-hmm. So that's what the Greek translates to, not manger or stable, to private room. Private room. Or lodging. Got it. Okay? So sorry. I know it's romantic to think about... Well, why is it romantic to think about a baby being born in a filthy barn? There's cow shit everywhere. Pigs probably fucking over in the corner. Right? Not in December. Or in September. Pigs pigs fuck all the time. All right. They f- will fuck any time of year. Um, let's see. Uh, some people claim that um, the word Xmas is sacrilegious. It's not. Xmas is fine. You can say Xmas and you won't go to hell. Okay? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Xmas isn't from Satan. <laughs> it's okay to say Xmas. Um, Santa Claus is not the same person as St. Nicholas. Ho, ho, ho! You know that? Mm-mm. Yeah, St. Nicholas was a bishop in Turkey. Okay. If you can believe that. During the 4th century. Um, now, I don't know where the fuck Santa Claus came from. Ho, ho, ho! You don't have that in your... It's not in my notes. In your notes? So I can't tell you. Um, Jesus uh, was not an only child. He wasn't. No. Um... He's the only one um, that um, was made by God, Raw Dog and Mary. Right? You don't have any myth busting on that? I do. It says Jesus, um, well, Jesus was the direct work of the Holy Spirit. And God, you know, came inside of Mary with his holy sea men, right? And made her pregnant with baby Jesus. Um, Jesus had um, brothers. Several of them. Mm-hmm. And the Bible references that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Interesting. Picture little baby Jesus getting a noogie from his brothers. Right? Imagine all the horseplay in Jesus' house if he had brothers. Oh my god. And siblings. Sisters. Doesn't say sisters, so... Um, Jingle Bells. There's a myth about Jingle Bells. You know that? The song Jingle Bells? No. It's not a Christmas song. What is it? It is um, a song that was written for Thanksgiving. What? Yep. The composer, James Lord Pierpoint, wrote the song in the 1850s uh, for a Sunday school class. And it was all about riding in this open sleigh to go to Thanksgiving. Interesting. Yeah. Nothing to do with this Christmas, and yet we all sing it. How did don't it we? get adopted for Christmas? Um, I don't know. But it's one of the best well-known Christmas songs there is. That's so interesting. It's not a Christmas song. Sorry, people. All right, the last myth. Um, some people... Some corporations like to claim that uh, the modern image of Santa Claus was inspired by Coca-Cola. It's not true. Ho, ho, ho! Okay. We, ha- we had this depiction of this Santa Claus that we know of um, with this uh, red suit mm-hmm. and the white collars and the hat and all that shit going all the way back to the 1880s. Okay. Well before Coca-Cola came around. Ho, ho, ho! In 1931, Coca-Cola commissioned a painting of Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho! But they didn't invent the fucking Santa. They want you to think they invented this uh, Santa Claus. Hmm. 
Okay. Okay. Those are myths about Christmas. Okay. What do you think about that? Pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to crumple these up and throw them at you now. Why do you have to throw everything at me? Really? Why? Because it's fun. All right, I have one more Christmas-related thing before we um, go into my poem. You're going to like this, okay? I promise you. This is a list of Christmas-related sex positions. For real? Yeah, we're going to try them out. I'm going to read them to you now, okay? You tell me... You tell me thumbs up or thumbs down if we can try them. Okay? What? Why is this all sex related today? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Can you do it? Sure. Okay. All right. On these positions. Okay? (laughs) What do you mean? It's not all sex related. What are you talking about? All right. It's just normal. (laughs) All right. Um, okay. The first position is called the the first Christmas related sex position is called the Mrs. Claus. Okay, and on this one, um, it says to get Mister Claus to lie on their back as you straddle his body. Um, support your arms on his chest and slide rhythmically up and down as you alternate between shallow and deep thrusts. Oh my God. That's the Mrs. Claus. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> thumbs up or thumbs down? I can't do this. Okay, Jen's not answering. All right, I guess there'll be no Mrs. Claus for me this year. All right, the next one, the next Christmas-related sex position is the... This is for real. Like, you the, really look these up. Yeah, is the one wise man. It's called the one wise man. Um, okay, so... A wise man knows that using a pleasure product, such as a vibrator, really turns up the heat. So this says that both of you take turns in stimulating your pleasure zones on a sleigh ride towards ecstasy. (laughs) The one wise man. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh my god. Hmm. (laughs) You know my family listens to these podcasts. This is not going to be a fun Christmas. All right. Um, here's the next one called the present wrap. The present wrap. Um, okay. Get your partner to sit cross-legged and sit in their lap facing towards them as you wrap your legs around them. Hold each other tight and rock back and forth to Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> Will you try that one with me? To Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> whatever is this is oh, whatever you like. Enough. Will what you else? try that one? What else do you got here? You haven't given me a single thumbs up. We're not talking about or them. a thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Okay, crickets. These are the Christmas crickets, I guess. <laughs> All right. Um, the next one. There's only three more positions. Three more. Yep. The not so silent night is another Christmas sex position. All right, so this one says well, it will guarantee a not-so-silent night, okay? Um, it says, cuddle while lying on your sides um, and lift your thigh for a smooth, slow, and sexy night. What? Yeah, and then it says, when you find a pace that suits, turn up the heat slightly and add a sex toy. That's the silent night. That sounds really boring. Uh, so that's a no. That's a thumbs down. Okay. I know it will be no silent night for me on Christmas. Okay. That's fine. All right. We have only two more um, Christmas sex positions to go. Okay. The next one is called Jingle Bells. I wonder what this one is. Um, raise your legs in the air. Um, lying. You start waving them like you just don't care. Yeah, lying back on the bed as your partner enters you cross your ankles behind their head for extra support as you this one sounds boring nothing christmas about that sounds very painful yeah okay so that's a no no jingle bells i saw one on another list called the jingle balls that somehow involved the testicles yeah 
Okay, but that's this one's different. This is Jingle Bells. All right, the last one. That one didn't interest you enough to print it out? No, no. The last one here is called Christmas Pudding. Ew. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I thought you told me that there's only one kind of pudding for okay. Christmas. Uh, oh, God, this sounds uncomfortable. Okay, so uh, Christmas celebrations aren't complete without this oral sex option. Um, one partner lies on their back with their head hanging over the edge of the bed. I would sprain my neck <laughs> if I did that. Well, the other straddles them. Okay, I don't like Christmas pudding. I don't want Christmas pudding. <laughs> Someone's going to get hurt doing Christmas pudding. I mean, only figgy pudding for for yep. you. All right, so those are some fun Christmas um, sex positions. <laughs> Please don't throw me papers at me again. Uh, well, no, I'm going to save these because we need to refer to them later. Okay. Okay. Um, those are so. Um, Hopefully, uh, listeners, you might be able to try some of those out. Okay? All right. Um, let me just credit where I got that from, too. Um, uh, this came from um, finance.yahoo.com. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds like the place to get your sex positions Yeah, your Christmas from. sex tips from finance.yahoo.com. Finance. Okay? Um, oh, give me the things I threw at you. I just want to credit those, too. Um the so that was fun. The uh Hanukkah uh, no, Christmas, Christmas myths. I need my glasses. Came from They're right next to you. Oh, thank you. The Christmas myths came from the good folks at foodanddrink.scotsman.com. Okay, foodanddrink.scotsman's.com, and the Hanukkah myths came from fuckchristmas.com. Really? No. No, from the Providence Journal. Okay? Great. Providence Journal. Okay? That's um what we that's where we got all this. Okay, now that the time you've actually been waiting for, um, Jen, listeners, is the debut of my Christmas inspired short story slash poem. Great. You ready for it? Yes. Now how are we gonna proceed? Are we going to talk through this, or are you just going to listen to it? It's nine minutes long. Oh, my goodness. I know. But it's a story. All right, so let's... I want you to listen to the story, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to play it now. Um, So settle in. uh, Get yourself a uh, Christmas drink. What if you have to pee? Do you have to pee? A little bit. Oh, why don't you go do that real quick and then come back? Am I allowed to do that? I'm going to talk about um, how I'm going to talk you into these... um, these sex positions, these Christmas sex positions, what I think I'm going to try to do. Um, the Stomping Jen has just left the studio. It's left me here alone. Um, I don't... She did not respond the way I thought she would to these uh, Christmas uh, sex positions. Maybe a better approach would have been Hanukkah sex positions. And I wonder what those could be. We could invent some right now. Um, we could have one called the warm applesauce. That could be a Hanukkah sex position. Warm applesauce. Now, what would that involve? It would have to involve body fluids of some kind, I think. Right? No, not warm applesauce. It could be cold applesauce. It could be some kind of sexual torture. What are you talking about? I'm coming up with Hanukkah sex positions. And I think the one I settled on is called, it's like a BDSM thing. So it's kind of like torture. It's called the cold applesauce. I think what it's going to be, cold applesauce, will be um, somebody... um, puts their sexual secretions on a latka. And while the partner is tied up, you have to feed it to them. Negatory. You won't do cold applesauce? No. Damn it. All right. Are you ready for my special... Um, that's how I yes. was killing the time. I have a blanket. All right, Stomping Jen is under a cozy blanket. I'm settling I'm going to get ready. All right, so this is called... Um, it's not a very creative title. It's all I could come up with. It's called Waiting for Christmas. And it's going to be on my uh, Soft Serve podcast SoundCloud, too. It's already up there. Okay. 
Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Holiday lights bring strange sights that color wash our dreams. Rusted bells and burning trees decorate our screams. Choking words and strangled brains hang on garlands of poison holly. Sometimes down the chimney comes things that are not so jolly. Arthur went to a secret Santa party on Christmas Eve. Maybe it was a white elephant, or something else altogether. There was no hidden St. Nicholas, no alabaster pachyderms. It was snowing outside. He wore swimming flippers for snowshoes and walked in the slush. Arthur was the first to arrive at the party. You get the best gifts this way. Who are you? The hostess said. And where is your gift? Arthur grabbed a handful of tinsel from a box by the front door and held up the shimmering strands. Recognize me now? The hostess laughed. Nice to see you, Mr. Bass. That's not my name, and I don't have a gift, said Arthur. The hostess handed him a Pyrex bowl. Come in and have some eggnog. Arthur went in. Christmas music played on an eight-track loop. Wham! Bing Crosby! Mariah Carey! A Hallmark Christmas movie projected on a camel-skin bedsheet that was nailed to the wall with stale candy canes. In the middle of the room, a blue Christmas tree bounced in the air, suspended by bungee cords. Servers roamed the house with silver trays, pushing appetizers like carnival barkers. More people arrived. They placed their gifts under the bouncing blue tree. There were hundreds of boxes wrapped in holiday paper. Arthur was growing anxious. Crowds and bacon-wrapped scallops made him nervous. He snatched a gift from beneath the tree and ran out the door. Nobody called after him. Arthur walked home through the drifts, turning the gift over in his hands. Holly and silver bell wrapping paper. Standard holiday casing. He arrived back at the door of his house and took off his flippers and threw them into the street. Grist for the plows, and nightmares for their red-eyed roadblade drivers. Arthur lit a fire, sat in his chair, and tore open the gift. He tossed the wrapping paper into the hearth. The fire flared blue and gold. Inside a plain brown box, there was a wine bottle filled with green liquid. He pulled the cork. The stuff inside smelled like licorice and sloshed thick, like slow-motion syrup in search of a pancake to smother. There was a label attached to the bottle with barbed wire. Drink one spoonful. Arthur didn't like labels or directions. He put the bottle to his lips and drank the whole thing in one long swallow. The green licorice liquid bubbled in Arthur's stomach and crawled up his throat into his mouth. His ears burned, his nose dripped. In the corner, his artificial Christmas tree breathed, its coniferous lungs heaving, the ornaments jangling and jingling. Arthur wasn't good at keeping time. 
He once had a pocket watch, but it broke from its chain and ran away. He closed his eyes and fell asleep. Arthur woke up to the sound of laughing. His eyelids slowly lifted like bruised stage curtains. Green light bathed the room, artificial and bright, like plastic egg slime from a ten-cent vending machine. Dozens of stop-motion creatures whizzed around the room, chasing tornadoes of green light that smelled like pine needles, and whipping each other with strings of multicolored lights. A blonde-haired elf and a reindeer with red glowing horns walked up to Arthur. They looked familiar, like radio stars. My name is Paul, the elf said. I've always wanted to be a mortician's assistant. Look! He pulled out a scalpel and sliced open the reindeer's neck. The reindeer coughed as peppermint hot chocolate and marshmallows sprayed out of its gaping throat. He doesn't mind at all, said the elf. He likes it. The reindeer nodded, its head flopping on its cut neck. Arthur tried to get up out of his chair, but couldn't. His feet were gone replaced by pickaxes stuck into the carpet. More voices and stop-motion faces surrounded him. Let me see him, said a snowman wearing an executioner's hood. A baby with a thick red beard crawled into Arthur's lap. What will we do with him? He'll make a good present, said a warlock, wearing a name tag that said Summer. I don't want to be a present, Arthur said. I want to leave. The warlock laughed. Not until he comes. Who? said Arthur. Who is coming? The green light of the room deepened. The stop-motion creatures stopped. The warlock and the rest of the creatures sang. Silver and gold, misfits and mold, he's going to cook you and eat you tonight. Silver and gold, misfits and mold, the deader you are, the greener the light. Silver and gold, misfits and mold, he's going to cook you and eat you tonight. Arthur cried. He stared at the fireplace as the creatures sang. Debris fell into the fire from above. Something was coming down the chimney. It was making a wet, sucking sound. The light got greener. Arthur didn't want to see anymore. He closed his eyes and waited for Christmas. Holiday lights bring strange sights that color wash our dreams. Rusted bells and burning trees decorate our screams. Choking words and strangled brains hang on garlands of poison holly. Sometimes down the chimney comes things that are not so jolly. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! There it is, Stomping Jen. The debut of my first spoken word Christmas poem.
mm-hmm. slash story slash flash fiction. What do you think? That was great. I don't believe you. You were laughing through the whole thing. You what? thought it was terrible, didn't you? I did you? not think it was terrible at all. No. Any, 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 um, any responses, any reactions to it? No, the music is slightly distracting. The music underneath it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'm not changing it. I didn't say you should change it. What, I mean, what would you do differently? I'm just saying like, cause I'm trying to like listen to the words. But it was like a repetitive beat. I know. And it was still distracting? I mean, I. I could stay on track. Okay, you could stay on track. That's good. That's good. All right, well... <clears throat> it was like a twisted version of Rudolph. Uh, Isn't Silver and Gold that song they sing? Yeah, that's from... Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's from there. And there's some rank... Um, imagery from that uh, special, for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Well, that's what I came up with this year. Merry fucking Christmas, people. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was such a great present to give to our listeners. You want me to play my rap song from last year? No. You think you want that instead? No, this was good. I like yeah, your... how about we do the rap song instead? No, let's, I... l- let's, l- let's listen to that. Oh my God. See what you're missing. I feel you hated it. I did not hate it. I liked it quite a lot, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Except the music was distracting. Hmm. What'd you like about it? It's creepy. I like the imagery. Okay. So that was good, the imagery? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I tried to do something different this year. I don't know. I like it. Um, Stop looking for your rap. Nobody wants no, to hear that. I'm going to play it real quick. Oh, my God. Um, oh, now I have to connect my phone you to You don't this have thing. to do that. I'm hungry. All right. You want to go? I don't want to go. I'm just saying. You don't want to listen to my rap, which is exactly why we we should listen to it. Why? Huh? Why? Um, Because you don't want to. All right, real quick, let's just remind people what um, I did last year for Christmas, okay? Um, You could see why my spoken word uh, poem is much better, okay? You're not going to play the whole thing. No, just a couple verses, okay? It only is a couple verses. Let's see if it'll play. Um... Yeah, here we go. So merry about Christmas. It's a time of pain and fear. Nothing good never happens on Christmas. Full of fake laughter and cheer. You really don't seem to like Christmas. Me? Baby Jesus born in a manger. A camel bit his ear. One ear, baby Jesus. Cried and Jesus. screamed and shout Until the mad guy on the lift Stuffed hay in the baby's mouth Mother Mary screamed What are you doing to the son of God? I got myself this baby Without Joseph's stiff rod Oh my god What's so merry about Christmas? It's a time of pain and fear You like this? <laughs> never happens on I don't Christmas. think you like Christmas <laughs> fake laughter and cheer One more verse One Christmas Eve my father Tried to cook Italian shrimp scampi. Instead of two cloves of garlic, he put in 23. Nobody would eat it. So dad got pissed and threw the entire dish of shrimp through the living room window. <laughs> That's it. What's so merry about Christmas? It's a time of pain and fear. All right, are we done? Through the windows. Are we done? <laughs> yeah. Ra- I'm, not, I'm not a good rapper. I think that was a good little short story snippet thing. What? Didn't have to be a rap. Oh, well, that's a true story. <laughs> oh, anyways. All 23 right. 23 scampi. Yeah. 23. 23 cloves of garlic in the shrimp scampi instead of two. That's because a lot of garlic. more garlic is better for some reason. It doesn't matter how much more. Oh, anyways, let's not speak ill of the dead. Um, all right. Well, that's it. That's our Hanukkah and Christmas spectacular. Oh, so spectacular. Okay. And it's our last one. We'll probably never do another one. I don't know why you say these things. Because I'm ending the podcast. <sighs> right? So after this, listeners, we're going to do a New Year's um, episode where we'll we'll talk about resolutions, that sort of thing, what we're looking forward to the year. Uh, we have two more pre-recorded interviews to release. 
then maybe we'll do a goodbye episode and then that's it. And then we'll do whatever after that. But the regular schedule is over. The once a week. The regular schedule. It's done. Hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. Well, that's where we're heading. All right. Right? Because I have more um, more uh, poems to write <laughs> and record. Okay. No, I'm not going to ever write another poem again. After what that, happened to your big epic poem? After that reaction. Oh, I, I wrote it. It's what, done. Whatever happened to it? Yeah, nobody wants to hear that. Why do you say that? Huh? Oh, it's stupid. You'll laugh at it like you what? did my Christmas poem. I didn't laugh at your Christmas poem. I saw you sitting over there just laughing. That's not true. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Stomping Jen, um, happy Hanukkah. Sawtooth. May you have happy holidays after Hanukkah. All of that shit. Okay. And a happy new year. Whatever. Sure. That's fine. Happy new year. Okay. Such a joy. Yep. That's me. A joy. Uh, Listeners. um, (laughs) Yeah. Take care. Have a nice life. Have an amazing holiday. Yeah. Have a Merry uh, Christmas. Have a, okay. Are we allowed to say Merry Christmas? Yeah. Um, have Merry Christmas, happy, ha- Hanukkah. happy Hanukkah. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa, happy solstice. We did all this before, mm-hmm. right? All um, the if you're a witch, happy solstice. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. okay. All right. Um, bye. Be well. Take care of each other. And um, write to us if you try any of those Christmas sex positions. Yes. Okay. And if you try my Hanukkah sex position called cold applesauce, let me know. Okay? I want to know how that worked. Okay. Um, uh, uh, You want to say goodbye? Sure. Bye now. That's not the way you do it. (laughs) You do that thing. You do that thing. I I do my thing. You do your thing. You do a thing. I'll be you, and then you be me. Okay. Okay? This could be like some kind of um, holiday role-playing this could lead to something. Go get me a latka, quick. Ew. We're going to do cold applesauce together. Ew. Okay, you be me, I be you. Then you'll do cold applesauce with me, okay? Do you remember what cold applesauce is? Dude. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm going to miss this. Okay. Um, adios! <laughs> Bye now. This world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity. And that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, All peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed by the binding force of mutual respect and love. I shall never cease to do what little I can to help the world advance along that road. 